me tell you about Anchor by Spotify, which is the easiest way to make a podcast and the app that I use to make this podcast, Five Blue Firefighter. It's everything you need all in one place. First, Anchor has all the tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. If you host off Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple, and many others. Everything you need all in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, download Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. My name is Nick Higgins, firefighter and author of the Five Tool Firefighter book. Each week, we bring you an inspiring message or person to help you become the best version of yourself you could be. This journey is for the long haul, not the short. Now let's start our journey to becoming the best version of ourselves we could be. Welcome back to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. Today's episode, I have John Vogt of Rescue One CBD. This could be a good episode. So John, welcome to the Five Tool Firefighter. Thank you so much for having me, man. Really appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate you being on today, talking about CBD, raising awareness, answering questions, and hopefully, as people listen to this, people are more open and more receptive to what CBD is and get all these stigmas out of their head about what they think it is. Yeah. So before we get into CBD, just let's tell everyone who's listening who you are. Yeah. So um, John Vogt, um, I've got uh, 13 years on the job in South Florida. I'm a firefighter paramedic. I currently hold the um, position of lieutenant. Um, so I started uh, um, as an explorer when I was 15 years old and got hired at the same department that I started an explorer with. And I run the explore program there now too. So, um, you know, my two biggest passions are, you know, the explore program and this, this, uh, this brand and trying to bring, you know, CBD into the fire service. Um, so those are, uh, if, if, if people know me really well, those are the two things that they say I put all my time into. Nice. Really passionate about it. It seems like it's been taken off, um, really gravitating around the fire service. So I should have to see everything else. So it's, uh, it's getting out there. It's becoming a, uh, I go to for firefighters. And that's the one thing in my book, the five tool firefighter, I talk about fitness, talk about functional mm-hmm. fitness, talk about just overall wellness for the body. And I talk about recovery why recovery is so important. And this is one tool, I guess I don't write it in a book, but it's a tool that I personally use for recovery. I do use CBD. I use um, topicals uh, for awesome. different, if different um, pains that I have, I had a band injury and I decided to try out the tinctures or whatever, however you pronounce that but yeah. I really preferred uh, cream and uh, I also prefer like um, the, the bath soaps. Those are good. I yep. do those in ice, ice therapy. I do with that or just in a hot soap, but you yeah. know, I always try to get guys on that are going to talk about how to better yourself and how to have longevity in your career and your life, because that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's what it's all about. That's, you know, if, if, uh, if I meet a stranger and they ask what, what is rescue one CBD? I said, I tell them we're in the business of increasing longevity of firefighters. You know, that that's, that's the goal is exactly like you said. Um, you know, obviously we want to succeed and, and do well, but, uh, the point of that is to increase longevity of firefighters on and off duty. You know, it, it's, there's no point in, um, 
having this great retirement or, or planning on having a great retirement and, and not being able to enjoy it because, you know, your body is, is, uh, betraying you after you basically beat it up for 30 years on the job, you know? So you gotta, you gotta take care of yourself, man, you know? And that's kind of one thing that I'm hoping that, um, our present generation and future generations are starting to take really seriously. Um, which I know your book is, is geared towards, you know, so that's cool to see that, that I think that's a really cool generational change. You know, I think that's coming around a lot more. Absolutely. You know, especially that whole strive to 25, uh, talk they got going on but yeah it's, it goes yeah. further than that because what happens right. after when you're off the off 25 you stay on or even if you're a volunteer right. and you're going longer and you get to that age you see them guys like that i'm big i'm banged up i can't do it yeah well now we have a lot more resources to help you out we do to keep your body moving yeah we do um and that that's that's why i got started in it you know like i know i'm preaching in the choir here but if you if you hurt yourself um, on or off the job and you need to get uh, pain relief and you go to the doc, um, they're totally cool with prescribing you whichever opiate you want to take. Oh yeah. You know, that's crazy to me. And, uh, and if you fail a drug test on an opiate, as long as you got a script, you're good. Um, to me, I'm like that, that's very counterproductive. Um, but when you uh, consider you know, a natural alternative, you're kind of like a hippie, you know what I mean? They're like, you know, you, 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 you're a little bit of a black sheep and it, it's, it doesn't have to be that way. And, you know, just full disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving medical advice. Everything I say is not evaluated by the FDA, but you know, when in general, I'm not even talking about CBD right now. I'm just talking about in general, if we have an ability to handle something naturally, shouldn't we go for that first? Like, or at least try it before we try to um, you know, fill ourselves full of prescription meds. If you're having trouble sleeping, should you, should you go straight to heavy benzodiazepines like Xanax for sleep? Or maybe, you know, your doc could say, Hey, maybe just like turn the computer off a little earlier, maybe go take some time off and, um, stop staying up late, try to reset your, your circadian rhythm properly. Here's some tips. Nah, they just, they go, do you want Ambien or do you want Lunesta? You know, you're like, "Ah, you know, I'm not saying they're not needed sometimes. I'm just saying that shouldn't be the first thing we go to. You know, I think there's so many good options out there. We're just, we're just forgetting about them or we're not even trying. And, um, you know, that was the premise behind me starting CBD was I had a bad foot surgery and I saw what this stuff could do. And I was like, this has to be everywhere. You know, this could really benefit firefighters. So. Absolutely. I mean, I I started with it because of uh, what I thought was another knee injury. I had a meniscus injury in my left knee. Mm. six, seven years ago, got it fixed. My right knee started acting out. I kept going to the doctor and said, what's wrong with you? So where's this pain coming from? It's, it's excruciating painful. So we're going to go for therapy and have you get figured it out. Well, they found out it was an IT band. And the IT band runs down to the knee. It makes it feel like I actually have a knee injury because it, it, there was so much inflammation around it. It was so tight. I just started tra- trying CBD in the process, doing bath soaks. CBD, I started seeing the relief of and I was stretching. I wasn't taking Advil, Motrin, or Tylenol. I refuse. I don't like taking that stuff. I don't really have to. Right, right. Uh, when I took surgery, I didn't even take the medicine. I threw it in the garbage. Yeah, I just didn't take it. I, I had no pain. I said, if I have pain, I'll deal with it. I'm not, right. I'm not getting stuff on it. And it worked. And the CBD really helped get a lot of the inflammation out of that area of my, of my quad. And I don't really have much pain today. Every now and then, I know what to do now. Yeah. I have to go for treat me 
and they didn't, they didn't, they didn't um, that didn't uh, actually have to take medicine for, and right. really help. So, yeah, I'm a proponent. I'm a proponent of this stuff, man. It's it's something that's really can be. Yeah, and I think I think the other thing to think about, man, is you know, like uh, guys need to understand um, what it is that CBD actually does. Um, you know, it's you know the hard part is it everywhere you look, there's all these signs that say, you know, CBD is a cure-all for X, Y, or Z. And it's just so hard to believe um, in a product uh, that it's not snake oil when, you know, they're like, yeah, it'll, you'll grow your hair back and it'll make you live, you know, 10 years longer. And, you know, it's going to stop that uh, growth on your leg that you've had since you were a kid. Like, where are they getting some of this stuff from, you know? So, Absolutely. you know, it's really skeptical. And then, oh, by the way, you can get it at a gas station. You know, you're so, so when you see both of those things together, you're like, eh, this stuff's garbage, you know, um, which I agree with people, you know, I'm like, absolutely. So I started doing a ton of research on my own and trying to really understand exactly what the science behind this is physiologically. Why does it, why does it work and what does it do? And I mean, it's really nothing too crazy. It's, it's a potent anti-inflammatory and it happens to balance several hormones in your body that just so happen to help with sleep and anxiety. I mean, you know, when you really take apart the, the entire thing that CBD does, that's the nuts and bolts of it. Um, so yeah, they're researching it for tons of stuff, but ultimately for what firefighters should really care about, um, that's, that's really it. And, uh, you know, it's obvious, it's obvious the questions that always come up is drug testing, um, the 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 language in your contract or your department policy to say whether this is cannabis or marijuana or or whatever um, word that they're using to describe what CBD falls into, and it gets really tricky because it changes state by state, and um, obviously everybody has a story about somebody failing a drug test or some odd thing from uh, from CBD, which does happen when you take certain CBD products. So um, you know, and that's even why I exist. And I don't know if you've ever heard any you know, any of that, like people that, you know, or, um, that have mentioned to you like, oh yeah, I know a guy who took CBD and he failed to direct us. Um, I actually haven't. haven't that's good. People have concerns about, uh, I took a, took some CBD the other night and I have to go for a drug test today. Well, something happened. Yeah. Comes yeah. back. They're fine. But there's yeah. just a lot of concern around it. About what yeah. Seeing it, if there is any percentage of it and that's what we'll talk about in a little bit. I want to get into the, the THC versus the CBD and yep. everything in engulfing that because that is something I know a lot of people, even non-firefighters, bring it up and say, oh, "Yeah, there's TCH in it. I can't take that." Right. I'm like random drug test. But, um, so yeah. So I, sorry, I, I wasn't. I didn't want to cut you off. I was going to ask you about Jersey's uh, law with the cops. Now I've just heard about that recently. I guess they allow police officers to have uh to to or they can't what do they say they can't discriminate or be fired if they if they use marijuana off duty or thc off duty or something like that? something of that nature i i read it vaguely i saw it scrolling through social media of all places right i saw it i read it and i never went back to read the rest of it but it's something like they can't discriminate them as if they're off duty they can't do it on duty but yeah there's all types of red tape with that and yeah so I was at FDIC and I talked to some guys from Jersey and uh, they said, yes, um, but if you are 
caught taking CBD, you can still be fired. So there was a uh, cop that they knew that um, same thing, you know, because that's a loophole, you know, CBD wasn't included. So this is, I bring it up because it, it, you know, part of what you were just saying about THC and and having it in there versus not um, what the differences are. It, 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 it still can be, you can still be caught in a loophole. You could still have a policy that says, um, you know, we're, we're only worried about THC and just don't fail a drug test. But if you take CBD, we're going to fire you. Um, it, and, and if you try to dig in and say why, um, ultimately what it comes down to is, man, is people are worried that you are, um, going to fail a drug test, um, using marijuana and blame it on CBD and they can't prove it. So they just said, you know what, until we can figure out which is which nobody can have anything, you know, no CBD, no THC. That's ultimately what the, the fear is from administrations and departments. It makes sense. I understand where they're coming from, but with further research, education behind it, right. can really make that differentiation of what's what yeah. and what's, what's being able to be used and what shouldn't be used. I mean, what really is, when you're looking at these CBD products, I've seen numerous ones that said there is 0.0001% or 0.00 mm-hmm. whatever percent of THC in it, and it's safe. Mm-hmm. How does that, what does that even, what does that even mean? Because yeah. there is something in there. Yeah. Um, so if you talk to a, and if you talk to a, a, an analytical chemist, or somebody in pharmaceuticals or anybody that, that mixes um, pharmaceutical products, there is no such thing as zero. That, that number does not exist in, in the scientific community. What they wanna know is a, a measurement, the lowest observable quantity, right? So an LOQ and um, for cannabinoid products, it's in the parts per billion of the, of the, of the tincture, right? So, um, if you say there's zero in this, you know, if you look at a product and it says zero THC, well, zero, what? 0.01, 0.001, you know, how far down the line have you measured this to? And is it truly non-detectable at that level? So ours is zero parts per billion, zero parts per billion. So, um, it's 0.000% in the total tincture. Right. So that means that if you um, take our tincture and you put it under a microscope in a lab, if you could find THC in the parts per billion uh, in that microscope, something would show up if it was at 0.001%. If it's at 0.000%, then, and you can see things at parts per billion, nothing would show up. It would just show up as non-detectable. So here's the thing every hemp plant on earth is going to have THC in it. It just grows in there naturally. Our job is to remediate it down to the point where it cannot be detected. So um, the, the lowest observable quantity is in the parts per billion. That's three zeros. Some places can go down to four zeros, but they won't guarantee that that's accurate because it's, you're talking about, man, it's like fractions of, of, of a molecule at that, at that size. So it's just not, it's not observable um, accurately. So w- without getting too much into the science, like um, our drug tests at work, they will test, they can find THC in your urine at 50 nanograms, five zero, right? Just to give you a point of reference, 
one part per billion, right? 0 0.001, one part per billion is 10 nanograms in the whole bottle. Wow. So if you're even at 0 0.001, you could drink the entire bottle all at once. And in theory, you can't fail a drug test. Just mathematically, there's not enough THC in it. Um, combine that with the fact that you're, you're not going to absorb every milligram in that bottle. Um, and uh, also you're going to eliminate some of it before it gets metabolized and actually produces anything. So you're, you're looking at the fact that um, if, if, if we are at uh, 0.000%, that means that we don't even allow 10 nanograms in there. We don't want any <laughs> visible in there. So that's why we, we, we're so confident in what we do is because we understand the math that if you are at that level that we determine to be safe, that's because um, we know what the DOT and fire department drug tests look for. It's 50 nanograms. So at 0.001 or one part per billion, it's 10 nanograms in the whole thing. We don't even want that much. Get that out of there. So that, um, that, that, that's where we have to understand as a CBD consumer, like what does zero actually mean? You know, cause that's where they trip you up. They'll say it's zero and you're like, okay, Charlotte's web, um, you know, is a really popular one and they have like a broad spectrum, like THC free blend that they call they, they'll call it. And it still has, um, small amounts. They only test down to 0.02. That's, um, that's in the parts per million. And that'll come out to, I forget the math. It's either 20 parts per million or 200 parts per million. Um, but in a, in a 30 milliliter bottle, but the truth is, is like, there's enough in there. If you take, if you take it every day to show up on a drug test. So, um, you know, instead of like, you know, and they'll tell you like, oh yeah, you, you, you're probably good. I don't like the word probably, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not I want to hear, <laughs> I want to hear from someone 100%. This is safe for the job. And uh, so the only way to do that is to take the detectable level of THC that we can see and remediate THC until we can't even see that anymore. Um, the only way to do that is to start off with a, a, a hemp product that already has a really, really low amount in it. So, you know, it, it's some of the subject of like talking about that gets kind of heavy. Like there's a lot of like, you know, math, like all the stuff in there, but it's just, it's super important for people to get the, the, the basics of it. Cause um it's not like we're winging it. You know what I mean? Um, there's yeah. a reason why we make it to that level. That, that actually is really good to know because that's something that firefighters all across the country are going to be wondering. Yeah. Can I get away with this? But yeah, it's, it's safe. It's safe for the job. Right. One CBD is safe based on parts per million. Yeah. So ours are, and ours are at parts per billion in the whole bottle. Billion. Yeah. With the B, which is like, you know, I mean, it's such a small amount. It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, so if, if you, if you, even if you asked, even just finding a laboratory that will test down to parts per billion, um, they kind of just like hang up on you. It's so tough, man. I, I mean, right now, um, it, you know, we were talking about this on Instagram, but I'm at a product because at FDIC, we had, um, we had a batch come back with one part per billion in it. And um, there was nine parts per billion in it. And I, I had to trash it. I was like, wow, no way. I can't, I can't do that. Um, that's, you know, and, and, uh, it sucked because we were already 30 days into a back order when we, when we had to trash that product. And, um, I had to go through the process of finding a new farm. Um, 
you know, it, basically issuing a contract with other people that they can make it at that level going to, you know, through the lab doing all this stuff. So that was April. It's July and we're still out because now I'm, I have a finished product. You know, those boxes, there's thousands of bottles over there that I'm just waiting to have the lab finish up. Um, but it's taken forever because even just finding a lab that'll, uh, that'll test down to parts per billion, they're like, yeah, no way. They're like, we don't have that kind of equipment. It's expensive as hell. So um, we, we finally got it. We are just, I'm actually supposed to be getting results today or tomorrow. And uh, it, I just, even though I, even though, you know, um, the preliminary product was like really pure and everything looks great. I can't send this stuff out unless I have a verified lab test that people can look at, you know? Um, Cause I'll tell you right now, I don't want to take it myself if I don't have a verified lab test to look at, you know, I'm still active duty firefighter. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that, you know? So yeah. um, it's, it's a, it's a tough road. Um, and I, if anybody listening is waiting on a product, I apologize, but you know, we've been really open. We send out a weekly email, basically updating everybody what's going on. Cause it's just, it's, it pains me. Like it, I'm, you know, I'm losing sleep over it. So, um, you know, I just want to want to get it done, but I got to get it done. Right. You know, I hear you. I mean, I, I was on the website looking to buy some stuff and then so it was back order. So oh, yeah, man, yeah, I know. So, so hopefully later today, I'm, we're, we're opening it back up. That'd be amazing. When you get a shipment in, you get a lab report for every shipment that comes through. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, and that, thanks for bringing that up. Cause that's another really good point is um, when you're going to buy a CBD product and look, there's, there's a lot of great CBD products out there. Um, very few, if any test down to parts per billion, but there are some, and if you find one um, just check and see the date that it was tested. You know what I mean? If they have this lab report from two years ago, you know, they don't, there's no industry standard. Um, you don't have to get it tested for every batch. We do. Um, for the exact reason that I ditched the product at FDIC, you know, like the batch before that was perfect. Um, and then, you know, the next batch has THC in it. Um, even though it's a really, really small amount, it's unacceptable. So, um, you know, when you look at, when you look at the fact that there's a potential that it could get, uh, screwed up either in our case, it was the lab that was testing. It was not testing it at the proper, um, detection level. So they missed it. I'm ne it's never going to get missed before we ship it out because I'm going to retest it. So when the manufacturer makes it, they have to test in-house to make sure that the amount they're putting in the bottle is correct, right? You're paying for a thousand milligrams. You want to get a thousand milligrams, that kind of thing. Um, and then they test the THC level. The lab that tests the final batch tests to make sure the THC level is um, non-detectable. And then um, it gets shipped in, in the batch where we hold it and we can ship it out. And, uh, before I ship it out, I test it again. So it gets tested three times before it gets to your door, just in case there's a screw up between, um, the manufacturer and here. And in the event that what happened at FTIC happens again, you know what I mean? So it'll yeah. never go out, um, if it has THC in it, we'll always catch it because of the system that we have. The most important thing to note is that we, um, we only make a batch from one group of product, you know? So it's not like we're like mixing some over here and mixing some over there so that it's all the same. So, um, when we test a batch, we're, we're testing the entire amount that we made. And, uh, 
the other thing to note is that the laboratory that I use, they are not affiliated with me at all. They don't care what the THC level is. They don't care if it screws up my orders, my back orders. Um, they have no idea who I am. They're a third party. They're a DEA certified lab. Uh, so, you know, when they get it, they just report facts, you know, so um, they are in, they, they're, they're, they're advocates for the customer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's that's what you want. You want a third party that's not affiliated with, with the brand at all. That way, you know, it's not biased. Um, so with all of that, that's, yeah. you know, that's why it's important to kind of really look at the, the lab testing stuff. And that's super boring. I mean, <laughs> nobody wants to learn about that. We do all the legwork because um, when you get the product and you look and you see that it says 0.000% THC, you know, there's zero nano, there's zero parts per billion, there's zero nanograms in there and that you're good to go. You know what I mean? You don't have to worry about taking the stuff and going for a drug test the next day. You'd be totally okay with doing it. You know, that's, that's the point. So does it matter if you take a topical as opposed to a tincture or is it the same as when, when talking drug test wise? So if I put a tincture uh, topical, I mean, on my leg and I go for a drug test, does it still show up in the um, same respect? It's way harder to test positive. I got my dogs. Sorry. All good, man. Um, I got a Husky. I got, two, I got a Husky, a Husky shepherd and a lab mutt. So, um, yeah, they're all, uh, they go from zero to a hundred really quick. Sounds like a toddler. <laughs> you have, I you have a toddler. I I oh man. Um, yeah. Something tells me the toddler's harder to deal with, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't have kids yet. Um, so yeah, so so topical versus tincture. Well, here's the thing: your skin is does a really good job of keeping out um, any kind of moisture in general. So when they make CBD, they make it with an alcohol, a topical CBD. They make it with some kind of alcohol base so that it can penetrate your skin. Um, typically, it's only going to stay in the local area, uh, which is awesome because, it, like for you with your knee, if you wanted to direct um, the anti-inflammatory benefits to one spot, you just concentrate it right in that area. That's why topical is really, really effective for localized pain because you're keeping the anti-inflammatory properties in that tissue specifically, you know? So it's like super concentrating CBD in one little spot, but it doesn't, it doesn't, um, absorb into your bloodstream, you know, like, like uh, sublingual does. So, it, you know, if you took sub sublingual, like top, like tincture CBD under your tongue and you drew blood, you would see the presence of CBD in your bloodstream at a much higher level than if you just rubbed some on your knee, even though in the tissue itself, you'd have a good amount of CBD, but it's not like it's getting into central circulation, if that makes sense. So like, totally makes total sense because of that, if you had a lot of THC in it, and I'm, I'm not telling guys to do this, but if you had THC in your, your topical, it, it would be a lot harder to fail a drug test if you're just rubbing it in. There are pharmaceutical companies that manufacture topical CBD and THC as a drug. And yeah, you will, they have like, it's in like a patch and it's like designed to get into your bloodstream, but the average like stuff you're buying, um, it, it's really not going to get into your central circulation to show up on a drug test like that, it, unless you use a ton and it's very high concentration, but it's, it's a little harder. But again, that's, that's actually a good thing for topical is, uh, Cause you're just concentrating in one area, you know? So that's why we, I mean, that's why we sell both because it's super effective for, um, you know, joint injuries specifically, but any soft tissue, but joint injuries too. 
Yeah, I, I know. Uh, when I asked the question, I kind of already figured out the answer was going to be that. I just, you know, there's, there's people asking these questions that what's yeah, the difference? Definitely. Why do I got to take it? 100%. What's one to the other? So yeah, I just, you hear football players like, do you follow football? Yeah. She heard Rob Gronkowski. He talked yep. about when he came back. Mm-hmm. He took CBD, which helped him alleviate a lot of his pain. Yeah. And he came back and played at a really high level, won a Super Bowl from that. Yep. So take that as a fire flare. You're banged up. You're using that to recover your body. What would you tell firefighters out there for any first responder for that matter? Keep it at that. Why CBD is beneficial to their recovery and to their longevity. Uh, there, there's a, there's a ton of research about, um, recovery in, in general with inflammation. Um, but also CBD is shown to reduce a hormone called cortisol and cortisol is really important for your sleep wake cycle. Um, it's supposed to rise naturally through the day. Um, it rises when you work out. Um, but for firefighters who don't have a normal sleep schedule and who, um, really screw up the level of cortisol and melatonin kind of go, um, like a seesaw, you know, so at night melatonin goes up so you can sleep cortisol goes down. We, we get that whole thing jacked up because of seeing bright lights in the middle of the night and, and just everything being, being on the job. So when you go to work out your cortisol, uh, goes up even more, we're pretty much in a constant state of, of, um, high cortisol. And, um, that stuff's released by your adrenal glands. So then when you feel tired, what do you do? You drink coffee, you know, which, you know, it stimulates more of that. And it's like, um, we're basically just an adrenal burnout. We're always in a high state of cortisol, something like CBD that reduces cortisol, uh, is extremely important for longevity. If nothing else, just to keep you out of a constant state of inflammation because if you're at any kind of a busy house even if you only run one or two calls after midnight you are you you are getting um in, in, a, in an inflamed state you know all the time and uh you know if you there's a sleep doctor uh, matt walker if, if anybody listening wants to read this dude's book it's amazing it's called why we sleep he has a podcast um matt walker does tons of info and and uh it's actually kind of scary to hear when, him, when he talks about how first responders have this stuff, but um, his whole thing was um, if you miss um, your standard eight hour, seven to nine hour sleep cycle, but average eight hour sleep cycle one time, it'll take you four days of normal sleep to recover for that one hour. I mean, we, we don't, we don't have to do the math here. I can tell you right now, you work a 24, 48, you ain't getting that or a 48, 96 or a 48, yeah, 48, 96, whatever you were, not getting it. you're not getting it. Um, so it, how else do we do it? Well, you can take vacation every two weeks, um, or you have to supplement, you know, there's, um, you have to, um, handle your sleep when you're off duty. And, uh, there's where CBD comes in, in my opinion. Now, all of this stuff is not, um, uh, FDA approved or anything like that, but I've read a ton of research. I know what this stuff does to um, the, the natural cycle of inflammation, the way it reduces it. And inflammation isn't just, you know, like when you get your knee injury and you're, you're, the area is inflamed, inflammation is the balance of oxidants and antioxidants in your body, you know? And if it's off balance, 
you're in an inflamed state. You're in a state of what's called oxidative stress. So, um, you know, when CBD is shown to reduce cortisol and, and, and be an anti-inflammatory like this and stop that oxidative stress, um, all of the other stuff that comes from inflammation, um, the disease processes, the, you know, the injuries, you know, all of the, um, heart problems, cancer, and all that stuff that, that comes from a constant state of inflammation could potentially be reduced. I mean, for me, like, yeah, the sleep is great. Um, you know, the, 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 the pain relief from the inflammation is great, but the, the big winner, I think for firefighters with CBD is the reduction of inflammation overall, you know, because that's silent, man. And, you know, it's like, it's so complex to know what that's doing to you over your entire career, but it it's because, because it could cost so many different things. So it's hard to correlate them, but it's, um, it's, it's no doubt. Like I have no doubt in my mind. And I think any internal doctor that you spoke to, um, and any, any internist that you would speak to would, would tell you the same thing. Like a constant state of inflammation is deadly. I mean, it's, it's the cause of so many other things. So for firefighters, that's the number one reason for me. Um, now I, you know, I'd love to see peer reviewed medical research on long-term studies on firefighters and how it helps them. Um, but if you're waiting for like a neuroscientist to come around and, uh, and do the studies for, for firefighters, don't hold your breath. Um, you know, so it's, it's a matter of uh, knowing that this stuff is safe. It's not addictive. It's not habit forming. You can't overdose and that, um, we can make it so you don't fail a drug test. So there's, there's a, there's a lot of safety behind doing it and a lot of potential benefit. So I just know, I mean, I was, um, I wear a whoop strap on my wrist yeah, and yeah. I monitor, I actually, my journal that I journalize every day, I have in there to ask me if I have taken CBD. Hmm. And the one thing that I've, and tell you how many milligrams I've taken in a day, I haven't done it in a day because I'm, I'm out, but the one thing I noticed is my recoveries. My sleep mm-hmm. has been better because I'll take it normally before bed. From mm-hmm. bed, brush my teeth, what I got to do. Take it, mellow myself out. No cell phone. Get that. Uh, get them yeah. blue lights out of there. And I've noticed I'll wake up the next day feeling a little bit more relaxed, much more fresh, better sleep. Right. And I've been seeing as I'm, I'm going through the Whoop community, reading people's stuff, and interacting with different people. A lot of individuals, athletes, doctors, whoever that are taking CBD as a tincture have been saying that their sleep has improved, their recovery has improved. Right. Yeah. And a lot of these first responders that I'm, I'm talking to through it also said the same thing. Like they feel when they come off a shift, long night, not get much sleep. They'll come home the next day, that night, they'll take that CBD and they're like, okay, I'm feeling a lot better than I yeah. would have if I had done it. And, you know, it's just something that to me is still a taboo thing. It's almost like talking about the stigma behind mental health. People still don't want to talk about that. And yeah. people don't want to talk about CBD. They, they look at you like you're a drug addict and you're going to go start a street corner pharmacy over here and start taking stuff off the street, but it's not what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're immediately a black sheep. Yeah. Right away. And I've had a friend of mine, she said to me, where can I get some, some CBD? So I was using this company out of Colorado getting this stuff and I, and I gave her a bottle. And she suffered from anxiety, nervousness, you know, stress, high stress job. Yeah. And uh, took the bottle. I gave her, I forgot how many milligrams the bottle was, but uh, she said, man, I slept better. I woke up the next day, feel more relaxed. It took a couple days to really understand it and really see my body change. And she's always saying, can you give me another bottle? Can you give me another bottle? I'm like, 
I got another company that I'll talk, I want to get some stuff from, but I'm not yeah. a stock right now, but you're not a fire. Right I'll still give it to you. <laughs> and yeah. uh, she's like, it really does, really does make a difference. And uh, yeah. Uh, one thing you said is really important for people to know is it does take a few days um, unless you used CBD before or you've used cannabis products recently. I mean, your um, CBD functions on something called the endocannabinoid system, and it's basically dormant unless you're you know stimulating it. So when you when you use it, you got to use it for for days before it starts to um, to uh, to stimulate. There's a, a really good um, neurologist that's done a ton of work on the endocannabinoid system, and uh, he's describing it as a uh the term uses endocannabinoid deficiency so you just the thing is just not it's not stimulated at all um so when you use it you got to stay consistent with it yeah i did actually see something on that it was a video about some of the endocannabinoid system yeah as far as how it reacts with central nervous system it's going everything you just said yeah it's very complex it's crazy they uh i mean they've only discovered this stuff like in the 90s the endocannabinoid system. I mean, it's not like it's, you know, it's not like it's, it's a longstanding established part of, of our, um, of our, of our medical community, you know, it's new. So, um, you know, when they looked at it, they saw that there are more receptors in the endocannabinoid system. Um, then there are, um, nerve sites in your whole body. So it is a receptor site for receptor site. It's the largest system in your body. You know, obviously we're supposed to be you know, using it and stimulating it. Um, it's on every major organ in your body, you know, your endocannabinoid system, everything from digestion to your immune system to, um, parts of your brain and spinal cord. So, um, you know, it just makes you wonder like what, uh, what are we supposed to be using this for? Right. Um, so when it's stimulated, it releases hormones like that balance, um, that balance, uh, cortisol serotonin which is like the feel good hormone that's why everybody says they feel chilled out and mellow and they are even keel and their anxiety goes away because serotonin is you know that's what anti-anxiety medication um stimulates is serotonin um and they work very similarly so um it's it's all like i think it's like you said because it's like taboo and it's kind of a stigma um a lot of people have kind of shied away from it there hasn't been a much demand and since 2018 hemp and marijuana are considered the same plant and uh, after 2018, they're not considered two different plants. So when you were taking CBD in 2017, you were technically using marijuana. But if you're taking CBD in 2018, you're using hemp. You know, so now there's yeah. like a big opening up and understanding and research and stuff. But that's, you know, you know, as well as I do, just because that, that law change and that word change doesn't mean that, um, you know, the stigma is going to go away for a while. But doing stuff like this and talking about it is yeah. it, it helps. Absolutely. And you mentioned something earlier about um, the digestive system with the, well, lost my train of thought on the word, but the, uh, the, yeah, can- the endocannabinoid yeah. system. The ECS, we always ECS. say ECS, way easier. And the oct- and, and oxidative stress, you think about, it's relieving all that stress and your gut and your digestive system plays such a big impact on the amount of stress that your body keeps in how much mm-hmm. it holds it hits your brain it hits everything so it yeah. does it's almost like it's really it just helps your whole body in the end when you think when you really think about it it's helping your whole body through the amount of stress that your body yeah yeah uh, it's supposed to everything else oh of course it's supposed to balance homeostasis you know and um that's a that's a big 
uh, when, when neurologists study this stuff and they say it, it balances homeostasis or helps balance homeostasis, that is a really, really big, um, responsibility to place on one single compound because, uh, homeostasis is the, that's the culmination of every single body process working together to maintain balance. If homeostasis is off, that's disease and death, you know, and, uh, that's, you know, one small body process going off, you know, creates a whole system of havoc. So when you, when you say that CBD helps balance homeostasis, um, it's maintaining all of the, the balance of these organs through their, those receptor sites, just by the, just by the stimulation of the ECS. And, uh, again, like this is really preliminary stuff, you know, for how the medical community is like, you know, the interesting thing is like, if you Google, how does Advil work? You don't really get that much stuff. You know, they, 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 they don't have a specific way to say exactly, um, how Advil works directly. You know, some of the, the inner workings of it, um, are still unknown, you know, but people pop that stuff every day. Cause you just assume, you know what I mean? The FDA has done their job in saying that it's safe and people believe that and they, they take it, you know? So, but if, uh, if you have something that's unproven, like CBD, everybody wants, and rightly so they want to know exactly how it works. Um, so it's, it's a, it's, it's part education too, to, to, to drop the stigma is people have to understand exactly what the stuff is. So I'm glad it's all kind of, um, free going and legal and everything right now. It's definitely going to be a game changer as yeah. it gets out there. It's going to be a game changer for, for the first responders and the new generations and even the older generations to help them just have a, have a nice life, nice, comfortable life. If they choose to take it, you know, they choose to take it and use it. Right. Right. Yeah. No it's, it's an option. Um, the, our biggest demographic is not younger guys. It's older guys. Really? Yeah. And that shocked me too. I figured, you know, that it would be a lot of resistance, but if you think about who has been on the job long enough to screw up their sleep and to have all kinds of, um, injuries in their shoulders and their knees and their back, guys that have been on the job for a little while. I mean, yeah. my interest in it started after I hit 12, uh, 11 or 12 years on when I had my foot surgery, you know, like I was, what did I need CBD for when I was two years on, you know? And you know, there are, there are a lot of guys that take it for anxiety and their mood and stuff like that. Like that, that stuff can hit you. You know, it doesn't matter how long you've been on or not been on, but in general, like with injuries um, and sleep, yeah, it's, it's people that have been on for a little while. So that tells me right there that the culture is absolutely willing, you know, they're absolutely willing um, to, to open up the change. So it is a game changer. It's just a matter of getting it out there, man. You know? Yeah, man. That's what, that's why I had you on today. I Talk appreciate about it. That's getting great. it out there and uh, just trying to help out another firefighter, fellow responder. Love the product. I haven't tried it yet, but I love the stuff you post out there and Thank all you. the research you throw. I've been reading on your website a lot just Thank because you. Uh, cool. I like, um, I like reading all the science stuff and getting into it a little bit more. Yeah. I kind of try so, to, you know, not everybody wants to read, but I, I put it up there if you want to know. But one thing I want to say, like for taking rescue one versus any other CBD, the CBD molecule is the CBD molecule. It doesn't matter what the label on the bottle says, you know, and, and I shouldn't be telling you this as a business owner, but I'm telling you this as a, as a firefighter, just being really, really honest. Um, CBD is CBD. It doesn't matter. Right. It's, you know, like some people don't want to buy the generic ibuprofen. They want to buy Advil because it says Advil on there. It's kind of like that, right? It's just a generic, but the thing that we do differently is we are 
absolutely obsessed with lab testing and we are unwilling to make any kind of compromise in testing unless it's at parts per billion to the point where I literally almost tanked the entire company um, just because we had one batch that went bad and I have done zero sales. We've had zero income for months and I'm taking steps to make sure that never happens again. Um, we're actually going to be moving a lot of production under our own control um, just to make sure that that happens, even though it's a huge pain in the neck, but I don't ever want to do this again. But if, if I had to make that decision again, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Like that's what we have to do for our people. You know, like I'm, like I said, I'm on the job. I'm not retired and um, like just shrugging my shoulders. If somebody fails a drug test, you know, this is huge to me. I, I will not, you know, I will never, this brand or myself will never be responsible for somebody losing their job or failing drug test. It won't happen. So we have to be really careful. That's all. You're living by the words that the company says. Got to do it. It should be. Yeah. Because <laughs> listen, you know, you know, if, uh, if, if we made a bad product um, oh, for firefighters, we'd be out of business in a week. Like yep. it, the word would spread like wildfire. We, we'd be done. So, um, you know, it's, it's something that I'm willing to put my name on to go to FDIC every year to, to go on podcasts, to, to talk about, to, to be an advocate for. And if I'm going to do that, you know, it has to be perfect. So, um, you know, that's, uh, that's the way it's always going to be as long as I'm, you know, as long as we have the brand. I appreciate that. And I, uh, appreciate you for coming on today, talking about the product, talking about the history behind it all and all the science behind it, why it's course, so good. Man. So wait, if somebody, if people want to reach out, find you, find your product, where are they going? The easiest place is Instagram, um, at rescue one CBD. Um, it's rescue underscore one underscore CBD. And, uh, if you DM us on there, we're really quick, but, um, you know, email us support at rescue one CBD.com. It's the number one. Um, and, uh, our website to, you know, rescue one CBD.com. Um, so you can fill out a contact form on there. You can email us, you can DM us on Instagram. We try to be really, really responsive and, uh, you know, Instagram is probably the quickest. Um, but you know, just like you said, for info, we post stuff, um, you know, uh, about the science of CBD and the benefits of sleep and some health tips and all that stuff on both our website blog and our Instagram. So, you know, there's a lot of really, really good information on there. Um, we've actually assisted fire departments in writing CBD policy. Um, so, um, Kim who works with us is a, uh, She's, she's really, really good with policy writing. She's a political science major. She has an emphasis in, in that stuff and she really loves it. So we have a lot of, a lot of templates that fire departments have used. Um, not that she's a lawyer or anything, but um, it, you know, it's language that you can bring to your department lawyer and say, do you like this? Should we you know, consider something like this? And it's been pretty, pretty successful. So you can always reach out to us to help with that too. If that's something that you want to bring to your chief or your union or anything like that, it's pretty cool. That'd be really helpful for a lot of departments up there. I know that some probably aren't even thinking about it, but yeah, we're trying. It should be. It should be thinking yeah, about that. Absolutely. Like all these other things that are changing in society. So, right. I appreciate you having you on. I yeah. Really thank you so much for having me, man. It was great. Uh, yeah. We'll do it again sometime. Awesome, man. I'll put all your stuff in the show notes so everybody cool. can get to it. Just click real quick. If you ever need anything, we're here. Do anything. Thank you, man. Reach out, advertise, whatever you want. Awesome. We got your back. Awesome. Thank you, man. So, I'll post this. Guys, I'm posted in about two weeks or so. I'll let you cool. know when. And uh, look forward to it. So, never out there, check out Rescue One CBD.
Don't be disappointed. Firefighter owned. Thanks, Always man. willing to support. So until next time, work hard, stay safe, and live inspired. today's episode of the five tool firefighter podcast if you like what you heard and you want to hear more please subscribe to our podcast on apple spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts also please leave us a rating and don't forget to pick up the book the five tool firefighter available on amazon at the firehouse until next time work hard stay safe and live inspired